when you're feeling miserable and you're angry and you're resentful and you're fearful and frustrated, that's a low level of energy. Mm. One, people don't want to be around you. And so you're not going to attract sales or people who even want to talk to you prospects because you're not in a good energy space. Are you looking to improve your sales skills without compromising your values? Welcome to Sales Made Easy, a podcast for business and personal growth. Now, here's your host, Harry. We have Lori Seitz, the Zen Rabbit. The Zen Rabbit. I love the Zen Rabbit because I like to practice in my own mind Zen moments. We're going to talk a little bit about tools and techniques in dealing with stress. And so I saw Lori in an event and she brought such great wisdom and insight. I said, I need this lady on the Sales Made Easy podcast. So Lori, welcome to the Sales Made Easy podcast. What's the good word? Thanks so much for having me. There's so many good words, but you know what? I'll start with the word gratitude. Gratitude is awesome. I love gratitude. So Why did you pick gratitude, Lori? Because that is the central tenet for my life. And I feel like if it was the the main thing for everyone's lives, we would be living in a very different world. Oh my goodness. You're not kidding. There'd be a lot more Zen, wouldn't there? Yes. Yeah, that's great. Great topic. All right. So I want to get into dealing with stress because now the podcast, Sales Made Easy, the title... I want sales to be easier, but I understand that sales, selling, selling yourself can be stressful at times. And I want to help the listeners to better understand ways that they can be better at dealing with stress instead of getting so frazzled that they feel like this is never going to work. I might as well just hang it up now and go get a real job. So Talk to me about how you're helping people today, Lori. It comes back to the word gratitude because the other reason I I threw out that word is because gratitude is on an energetic level. Gratitude is the highest energetic vibration you can get to up there with love and joy. Mm. And when you are feeling gratitude, and a lot of times people are like, well, what does gratitude feel like? Let's go back. It feels like joy. When you are feeling so much appreciation, like just, it's just, wow, everything is, it just feels good. That's when you're living in a state of gratitude, when you're finding things to be grateful for, regardless of what your outside circumstances look like. So when you're talking about sales and people are stressing because it's hard and it's, things aren't going their way and they're struggling and there's chaos come back to gratitude. That's one of the techniques that I teach people is come back to gratitude. And what can you find to be grateful for? So good. All right. So for those who are new to the gratitude world, how is gratitude different than just being like thankful for life or something generic? You know, I, I know there are people who think thankfulness and gratitude are two different things and they could be defined differently, but I look at them similarly, Mm -hmm. although gratitude is more of a feeling. Mm. 
So you can be thankful for something and you could say thank you to people. You know, people, you walk into a store and you buy something and you leave and they're, thanks for coming in. That's not, they're not necessarily overflowing with a feeling of gratitude. They're thankful you did buy something. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's the, really what it comes out. That very simpleness is that gratitude is a feeling. Yeah. I mean, I think of, like, I never really understood it. And I'm not sure I really understand it now. I have a gratitude journal. So this is a work in progress for me over the past few months. I've tried to practice gratitude, but I know some people are really into it. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I've learned is when I'm feeling stress is to take a few minutes and just kind of just put yourself in the zone, a quiet place and just start reflecting on Really, how great is life anyway? The fact, the mm -hmm. fact that I'm even worrying about anything is an is a miracle, right? The fact that we're living is a miracle. The fact that we can think and reflect on our futures and our past. I mean, all of these things are great. So, what's your thought? Yes, and a lot of times I hear from people who are I don't have anything to be grateful for. Nothing mm. is going my way. Everything sucks right now. And mm. I just, I'm not finding anything to be grateful for. And I hear that. And at the same time, it doesn't have to be something big. If you can start feeling gratitude for even the smallest thing, I got out of bed. I had a bed to sleep in last mm. night. Right. I, the, I had a, a cold glass of water or a hot cup of coffee or whatever it is, the smallest things and it's taken me a very long time to learn this, but when you can celebrate and be grateful for every small thing, the universe, God, whatever you want to mm -hmm. call it, higher power, then brings you more to be grateful for or to appreciate or to enjoy. If we're not celebrating even the most, the most smallest, there's great grammar, even if we're not celebrating. I think smallest works without the word most in it, but yeah, it's yeah. good. <laughs> Celebrating okay. the smallest things leads you to have more things to celebrate. Yeah. All right. So talk to me about that. Sounds like I can just think about if we're, we don't show appreciation for what we get as a kid, I'm going to go really, really old school, basic stuff here is the way I uh -huh. think is like, if I don't say thank you as a kid, People lose their joy in giving stuff. And you're kind of saying similarly, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're nodding that I could tie that into the universe. If we're not appreciating what we have, why should the universe give us more? Is yes. that kind of, okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and when you can get into that feeling of gratitude for, I had a comfortable bed to sleep in last night even, you just feel better. So your energetic vibration is higher mm. when you're feeling miserable and you're angry and you're resentful and you're fearful and frustrated. That's a low level of energy. Mm. One, people don't want to be around you. Yep. And so you're not going to attract sales or people who even want to talk to you prospects right. because you're not in a good energy space. And and two, it just, it doesn't feel good. Why would you want to stay there? So 
you can't necessarily, and some people can, but it's difficult to go from feeling like really angry and frustrated all the way up to like the highest vibration of love, joy, gratitude. Like that's a big jump. So can you lift yourself one step up on the ladder and then one more step and then one more step? Mm. So you don't have to do the big leap right away, but inch by inch, and you'll start feeling better. And when you start feeling better, you start attracting more of the good stuff to you. I know this can sound kind of woo-woo. So it's even people that are hardcore sales. It It is some, but there's really science and research behind how this works. This is part of quantum physics. This isn't like, oh, I'm making this up and you're just going to feel, just feel good and everything will fall into place. Uh, but, but have you ever noticed like when you don't feel good and you're angry and you're just like, swearing at everything like more bad stuff happens you know yeah. <laughs> like and when then, you're complaining yeah. and criticizing you get more stuff to complain and criticize about coming into your world oh yeah i mean and you know people like that yeah i mean some people are happiest as i know that doesn't make sense but they're happiest when the vibration is low and they want others to be in the same low vibration now, I used to refer to that as just being in a mood, just being, you mm -hmm. want to be in a bad mood and you want others to be in it. I might've said that once or twice to my teenage daughter. Uh, <laughs> just Okay. But we've been there, like, we all have been there. I've been there myself. And then the energy thing. So I'm just get, bringing people to where this line that you mentioned of, it's not energy. What did you say? The vibration. Uh, the vibration. It, it is energy. It, yeah. yeah. Same, same. Mm -hmm. Right. So thanks for that interchange there because I struggle with the, with the vibration where it's like, what the heck is that? But learning, when we all say, well, someone's got negative energy. That person's right. just negative energy. I don't want to be around that person. I love this person's energy. They're always positive. We want to be around that person. So yeah. the same as, so energy and vibration are virtually interchangeable is what you're saying. Right, right. Because it, okay. it's energy is a vibrate, like it's an energetic vibration. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're right there. One thing I want to mention about feeling negative, angry, sad, all of those things, those are real emotions. Yep. And so I'm not saying don't feel those emotions. If you're in a situation and you're feeling angry or sad or frustrated, feel it. Don't try to stuff it down and pretend that that's not what you feel. That's not what I'm asking people to do. Feel those emotions and work yourself through them. And then how can I find gratitude within this situation? Okay. I love what you're saying. So I could be frustrated. Business isn't coming in fast enough. I feel like others are working not nearly as hard as me and they're succeeding. Everything looks great in their life. I'm kind of in a funk. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now I'm in this funk. What are some tools or something that you would help me with to get, move myself inch by inch out of this funk? Yeah. Where can you find gratitude? So here's a, a, technique I love teaching people. And it's called the, but I'm grateful for exercise. Mm. All right. So Harry, what's something that happened recently that you just, it just pissed you off your, or it 
frustrated you? Can you come up with something? It was just a like all uh, around not good situation. Yeah. Someone cutting me off in traffic and laying on the horn and flipping me off, right? Totally okay. changed my mood. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. and we've all experienced that. And so you could focus on what just happened and it could ruin your entire day. Mm -hmm. Or what I recommend is go, mm, but I'm grateful that what? I'm grateful that we didn't have an accident would be one. Yep. I'm grateful I didn't pull over and get out of my car and start chasing the person. <laughs> um, grateful that I can drive a car. I'm grateful I'm getting to my destination in spite of a little adversity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All, all that good stuff. Yep. And now you've refocused your attention. Mm. You've refocused it to what you're grateful for instead of staying stuck on that jerk just pissed me off. Right. And the reason we say, but I'm grateful. Have you ever heard that you shouldn't use the word, but? Yeah. So it's, it's like, yeah. and right. You want mm -hmm. to use and instead of, but right. Heard that, right. Because if I said, Harry, you did a fantastic job on that presentation, but next time <laughs> now, all you're hearing is you didn't hear the compliment at all. All you're hearing yeah. is, but okay. Yeah. I wasn't because good enough. Was I right? Right. right. <laughs> it negates the whole first part of what happened. And that's exactly why we're using it here. We want to negate the negative part and focus only on the, but I'm grateful mm. for part. Yes. And that is really awesome. As I picked up something else from you is that <laughs> it's so funny, but your, your tools are like, they're very subtle, but this, this one where we can stop, right? It's like the cut off there. So the opposite would be, and I can, I literally can see this person, this experience happening. It was a few years ago, wasn't recent, but I was coming out of a little lunch spot, eating my sandwich on the go. And I pulled out in front of somebody that laid on the horn and I pretty much spit out my sandwich, spilled my <laughs> drink, and I still had enough wherewithal to give the person the finger. I'm not sure how <laughs> I did that, but it all happened at once. And I went, how did that even happen? <laughs> I, I didn't see the person. And then I yeah. went down this path of being a complete moron. It's like, that's not me. So yeah. I, I pulled over the car and got out to wave to the person and apologize and say, that wasn't me. And the person stopped as well. And she's an older woman like my age. And she said, it wasn't me either. And I said, okay, this never happened. But the point, I mean, what I'm saying is that that could have put me in such a bad funk for the rest of the day. And I could have taken it home and thought about it at night and so forth. Yeah. But the fact that I apologized really and said, I wasn't, that wasn't me, got me out of that zone in a mm -hmm. second versus, you know, doing duplicating that. So I don't know if I'll ever yeah. duplicate it because it caught me off guard there. What's your thought on that? I love that. And I love that you said it wasn't me. Like a lot of times we take on things and we blame ourselves or we take on the guilt or the shame of doing something. And if you could step out of yourself and say, mm. oh, that really, that wasn't me. I did that thing. 
but that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And to not take it on, to look at it as like from an outside perspective and say, you know, I can, I can do better. I am better than that. Yeah. And then moving forward, doing better. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like calling then, yourself out on it. Yeah. And now you have, now you have the visual. And yeah. I know people, I mean, we all know people that just, they curse all about how bad traffic is. Mm-hmm. And you and I are both from the DC metro area. And if you start cursing at traffic, it, it, it's never going to end because the traffic mm-hmm. doesn't end. Right. And so I realized quickly when I was, when I moved to that area, that if I start losing my temper in traffic, I'm going to be in traffic somewhere around an hour to two hour, two to three hours a day. I'm going to die of some kind of heart attack or something. Something is not going to be good. And I'm going to be on dead on the side of the road because yeah. I just screamed at my, you know, millionth bad driver. So that's just not healthy. Number one, right. Right. And you've got to eventually stop and think about it. So how do you help people who are so in the zone of the negativity that they just don't want to? I mean, I guess I just answered my own question, but sometimes you must hear people say gratitude, schmatitude. I don't care about effing gratitude right now. I am livid. So mm-hmm. what do you do for those people? Those are not people I often can help. <laughs> Because they're not willing to hear it. And you know, a lot of people, so I have a program called Staying Calm in Chaos. And a lot of people, when I say that, people are like, oh, everybody could use that. Well, maybe they could, but a lot of people don't want it. Mm. They, They say they don't want to live in chaos and they don't enjoy it. At the same time, they don't want to change either. And the reason that is, I believe, is because it's it's familiar. So even if they don't like it, it's what's familiar to them. Mm-hmm. And so even if they used some of the techniques that could help them find more peace of mind, that's going to feel unfamiliar and it's going to feel weird. And they're going to be like, I don't know if I like this. Right. But it, yeah. they would like it eventually if they could get used to it, you know? Yeah, I'm just thinking about some things that we say, and I've heard my family say it. That's my French temper. That's my Irish temper. Oh, well, that's because I'm Italian. Uh And I, right, we say whatever. We give it to our genealogy for our our responses today. Yeah, as a justification for bad behavior. Like you have no control of it, but you do. You have, in fact, the only thing you do have control of, you have no control over whether prospect says yes to you, whether you, you know, you're not out selling is not convincing somebody to buy something. We have no control over any of that. How, how somebody else perceives us or how somebody else thinks about anything. We only have control of ourselves, our own thoughts, our own behavior, our own actions. Oh, so good. I, yeah, that's worth replaying. Hit rewind when you're listening to this, because that last 10 seconds is really good. And that may be the clip because you, you brought it back to sales, which I love because that's what we talk about here. But so many people think that they're missing out because they didn't say the magic words that someone said yes, and I didn't close them. I am so 
tired of hearing, well, I'm not a good closer or I'm a great closer because I closed business. It's like, no, they had a need. They saw you were the person to solve the need. That's why they did business. But seven out of 10 don't feel that way. And that's not because you're a bad closer. It's because they don't have a need or believe that you're going to solve the problem. So this is where I love what you said is that's the thing we can control is how do we show up in front of these people when they say, no, I've got other things on my plate. Is our face turn red or, you know, we got this big mm -hmm. frown on our face and then we go into this negative energy thing or so how do we like recognize that we can control that and what do we do in those situations? What's your thought there? That is a great question. And the answer to it is <laughs> going to sound uh, maybe a little counterintuitive okay. and it is getting in touch with your own inner voice. What is your inner voice telling you? Like how it, it's that, that sense of peace and grounding that you can go internally for, you know, cause we live in a society that tries to tell everybody how to live. And the only way to hear your own truth, what is true for you is to get in touch with your inner voice. Like it, it could be called intuition. It could be voice of God, whatever it is that voice that you have to get quiet enough to be able to hear it. We're so distracted. Do you allow yourself to spend time? You mentioned earlier about a gratitude journal. I actually don't keep a gratitude journal, which surprises a lot of people because I talk about gratitude so much. But to me, if a gratitude journal then just becomes another chore on your to-do list, that's not the feeling you want to have. So true. I, I can't believe I got to spend five minutes and write stuff down in this stupid gratitude journal. That's right. probably not the way to go, right? No, that's not the way to go. But if you are writing and you are actually feeling the gratitude for it as you're writing it, and I love to, if, if and when I do this exercise, which is rarely, but I, to think about what am I grateful for that happened today? As opposed to, oh, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my pets. What, like the same mm -hmm. thing over and over. But what happened today? And then feeling gratitude that somebody opened a door for me or someone let me in in traffic and feeling the gratitude for that. And I'm getting off track from the original no, it's question. Super. But... <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So don't worry about that. This is great stuff. Yeah. Making me think here. Yeah. Going to that feeling place and grounding yourself mm. in that so that that is who you become. And, and so part of this has to do with rewiring your brain, because since the time we were born, we have been wired with beliefs that don't necessarily serve us. And so it comes back to how do I rewire my brain and rewiring your brain starts with getting quiet enough to hear your own inner thoughts. And I love teaching people how to do that through meditation. Mm. It could be done and, and, all the myths and misconceptions around what meditation is. We don't have all afternoon, but the, whatever it is for you, for some people, it might be running. It might be swimming. It might be crafting, whatever it is that helps you get grounded and centered and to hear your own inner voice, do that all like regularly every day. So this is so good. I'm thinking, like over the years, I've said to people, 
you want to act like you want the sale, but don't act like you need the sale. Because mm-hmm. then you come across as needy and no one wants a needy person trying to sell them something. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's the gratitude is the is the key here. It's the gratitude and it's that getting in touch with your own inner voice. When you are coming from a place of groundedness like that, Mm -hmm. like you are solid in who you are and you are confident and you are, you just believe that good things are going to happen for you. Mm -hmm. I have a mantra that I've adopted uh, maybe in the past year and it's everything is always working out for me. And that might sound egotistical, but it's not, it's not, that's not where I'm coming from with it. Everything is always working out for me. And guess what? It does Mm -hmm. because that's my expectation. Mm -hmm. And it might not happen the way I I just use the word expectation. It might not happen how I expect it to or how I envisioned it or how I want it to. The end result, however, is always for my best interest. And when you come at things with that perspective, coming again back to the sale, the right people show up for you. The people who are, who, who do connect with you, who want what you have, they start showing up when you are coming from this place. It's, it could be called coincidence or synchronicity, Mm -hmm. but those things start happening more when you are more in touch with your inner voice. Yeah, I'm a believer. This, this (laughs) is what I've said over the years. And I love how you're kind of tying it all in together. Because I just said things like, do the right things, the sales will come, it may not come from the person you expect it most, but something is going to fall in your lap. And you're going to say, Oh, this is great. I have no idea where this came from. And you're just going to kind of expect that those things happen. That's where that's to me is the universe payback from the stuff that you have done well and didn't get rewarded. It's like, here's a gift for you because I know you're working hard. You're doing all the right things. Plunk. Here's something for you. And that's kind of the way I said it. I love the way you described it much better. Yeah. And tying back to the beginning of our conversation, when you celebrate everything, That's when the, again, the universe starts bringing you more stuff to celebrate. Here's Mm. another client. Here's somebody else that here's another good connection. Here's a referral source. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. Lori, I cannot believe how much time uh, has flown by here because I could go on for at least another half an hour and talk about meditation and tools. Are there, is there a, do you do like, you recommend like a breathing technique or something where people are kind of feeling stressed or what is it you have like for a suggestion? So a real quick breathing technique with, uh, I mean, there's so many, but the Mm -hmm. quickest one, focus on sit, sit or stand, whatever feels comfortable for you. It doesn't matter. Lie down. I don't care, (laughs) but breathe deeply, feel the breathe yourself, breathing all the way in down to your abdomen, Mm. breathe in hold it for a couple seconds and then breathe out and do that for 30 seconds, 60 seconds. Focus on your breathing. When thoughts come and go through your head, like, Oh, I got to do that thing. Oh yeah. I got it. And I got to call that person. Okay. Thank you for coming. And then come back to your breathing and just focus on your breathing. What you're doing is you're regulating your entire nervous system and you're calming yourself down in, in as little as 60 seconds. Yeah. And then that just kind of 
just sets you in a whole different level of energy. And instead of yeah. being stressful and chaotic, you can now be back in the Zen zone in the Zen right. rabbit so, zone. So that you can respond to situations instead of reacting impulsively. Mm. Yeah. All right. So I want to end based on time, but I don't want to end because <laughs> I remember there's this great topic that you brought up earlier about when we said when you got into business. So we're extending the podcast here. <laughs> okay. And if someone doesn't like it, you can go, but this part is going to be really good as well. And that has to do with, we talked about when you started your business and I asked one of the challenges about selling and you said, well, selling yourself, selling myself, right? You selling you mm -hmm. was a bit of a learning curve. So can we just chat on that as to why is sure. that such a challenge? It's a challenge because, and I had mentioned that I have 30 something years in marketing and marketing for other people seems to be a lot easier than marketing myself. Mm. And I think it's because we're so close to ourselves. Obviously it's like, you can't see the trees through the forest. Is that the saying? Something yeah. like that. Something like that. I can't see the forest for the trees. I don't know. I'm made to mess that up, but anyway. You're too close to the situation and you have too much emotional involvement in it. So I, I started my first business in 2003, ran it for 11 years, couldn't scale it the way I would have liked to actually could never even have, I never got it even to be profitable and right. ended up shutting down that business and beat myself up because I am a marketer and I couldn't market my own business efficient, mm. efficiently or effectively. And but then I can turn around and market other people's businesses, no problem. And so I think that's the biggest challenge is that we're too close to it. So what did you do this time around that's different? I, what did I do this time around that's different? Well, I think just having that knowledge, like being aware. And I think the other thing that, that has helped, and I did it then too, but I had coaches, I had peer strategy groups, and I highly recommend that to anyone getting into business, regardless of what business it is, is getting a, getting yourself around peers who can support your successes and hold your hand when things suck because they will. That's in both of those, the highs and the lows are inevitable and you need people to be there for both. And that's not, that's not a friend and that's not a family member because they're going to try to convince you to go out and get a job. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> listening to my coaches, you know, I have, a, there was a coach who said, what was his quote? Something like, if it doesn't, if, if at first you don't succeed, try doing what your coach told you to do in the first place. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, being oh. coachable. When all else fails, go back to what your coach told you from the very beginning. Right. Right. Oh my goodness. Right. That's killer. So good. This, this, this podcast, this conversation has been a blast and I can tell why you're success, successful. I mean, you just bring out a lot of great value and hopefully people can take some of this in, but the things that I got out of it really is this, you know, take, recognize what I'm going through, but. I'm grateful for, and I think that's a huge thing for me and a lot of others is that we can cut it off, cut off the negativity at that moment is huge. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this is where can people find more of the Zen rabbit 
Laurie Sites, ladies and gentlemen. Where are you? Where are you hiding, Laurie? I am online at zenrab.com. Easy enough. Well, this has yes. been great. And you also have a great podcast. What's the title oh, of yeah. your podcast? My podcast is called Fine is a Four-Letter Word. And you can find that wherever you listen to podcasts or oh or at, at the website either. Okay. Yeah, Fine is Excellent. a Four-Letter Word. So that's like a whole nother topic. Yeah, yeah I yes, can't stop is. talking. But yes, Fine <laughs> is a Four-Letter Word. Find it. Lori Seitz has been a blast. Thank you so much for joining. And all the success in the world to you and your business and with your clients. Great stuff today. Thank you.